Sorry, there was a motorcycle. And uh, which the mic probably didn't even catch, no. but you know. Crap. No, don't record in the background, dumbass. Let's do this again. Hi, it's me. Welcome to NSW, aka Not So Whimsical. My name is McCole, my favorite seasoning is lemon, and I will be your host forever and ever. I will be inviting different people from different walks of life, share some food or drink we have lying around the house, and hopefully make you giggle. Okay, bye! Hi, it's me. And I'm here with Dorothea. Yes. When we were kids, I call you Dottie. Is that still a thing? It is a thing for people who um, had the honor to meet me before I turned 18 or <laughs> before I left school because back then Dottie was kind of the, the name my parents gave me. So I had that throughout kindergarten and school, which was totally fine. But for people that met me after that, like people I met at uni or wherever, just doesn't work it doesn't sound right it doesn't feel right but it works for you so that's fine no i mean i can totally call you dorothea it's just no a, it's a grandma name it is a it is a but grandma how name. did they call you doro thea mm. d oh d d is nice my russian teacher started calling me doria which is also nice because it kind of takes away from the fact that people could also wear very well and call me dory which i call myself but like that's a privilege i use for myself that's you don't adorable. get to call me Dory. That's adorable. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I had that joke in my mind for so long, but it would be so sad if, that, if I made that joke on myself. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm I adorable. Know. I know, like. <laughs> yeah, I would 100% do that exact same laugh. Well, <laughs> do we just go with D? Yeah. And also, are you okay with that? Because I am. So if you talk about someone, their name is Karen. Except for my partner, his name is Karen with two R's, so it's Karen. Karen. Yeah. And also, if you're wondering, I'm not talking to Sersha Ronan. You sound so much like her. I don't know if anyone ever told you this, but you totally sound like her. I can even try and sound even more like her. It's funny because um, for a time, I was actively trying to get rid of my Irish accent, so I started taking up on a Scottish accent, which is even weirder because it's so much harder. I love how you just sit there like, mm, today I'm going to be Scottish, whatever. But it really <laughs> was like that. I was out with friends in, Fulmy, I think it was Volksgarten. Anyway, it was a place I didn't really want to go. It's like the kind of clubs where you have to wear heels. Yeah, but I'm still not wearing heels. But you would assume if you went there that you'd be wearing heels. And all the sure. girls are like platinum blonde. You know, that's like the whole vibe. Yeah. Like I had a blonde friend and she needed to be the center of attention yeah. and I was her ugly friend with the curls. But then all the boys liked me more. Ha. Anyway. Back at you, bitch. <laughs> no, but actually the thing with the Scottish accent worked and I proceeded to talk English the entire night, meeting random people. I'm not one that like, you know, I, if someone comes up to me and starts talking, be it a guy or a girl, I don't care. I'm going to talk to them at least for a second. If it turns out they're somewhat like unlikable or racist or whatever, it's, I was like, no, I'm not talking to you, bye, bitch. What are your political views, stranger? <laughs> Tell me, upfront. I may or may not be judging you on this. <laughs> Probably never ever in my life going to see you again. But for the remainder of the evening, I would like to know if I have to ignore you or not. <laughs> and so the Scottish accent worked. Yeah. Did people think Super. you were a Hagrid's yeah. sister? 
Apparently. <laughs> I mean, this has nothing to do with like Hagrid's appearance. You don't look... I'm not as tall. You do have a really solid Irish accent and it's so pretty to listen to you. Thank you. I could even go for the Scottish one, but the Scottish one is totally different. And I'm also pretty sure that people won't understand whatever the fuck I'm saying. Or I end up sounding like Louis Capaldi. I don't know about you, but I just jizzed in my pants. <laughs> no, I tend not to do that on myself because, nah. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm cool, but I'm not as cool. To myself, at least. What do you mean? So I jizz my pants oh. like, over myself. <laughs> <laughs> Not a thing. Yeah, it's quite a narcissistic trait. Do you know any narcissists? Apart from my dad. <laughs> <laughs> this is bro. Yeah, I just did that. I just did that. <laughs> Not really. Not that I'm aware of. I mean, I'm pretty sure some, at least, minimum one of my university lecturers was a narcissist but do you I mean karen was lovely hungarian karen um no um he was actually like the thing is i knew him before i started studying through your family or? yeah mm -hmm. through my mom mm -hmm. so uh, i could totally imagine imagine him like during breaks just putting on a little bit of lip balm to yeah. stay hydrated you yeah know, that kind of person. yeah he is he is definitely that bitch though when he was um interpreting he would use the um i don't know what it's called in english but it's called reusbataste in german he would so use that just to whip his labello out and Reusbataste, what does that mean? Um, it's basically, it's a tool or like a button on interpreting systems that interpreters would use if they like <clears throat> had to clear their throat or oh, right. so just or like, just laugh hysterically, which happens and it would just, it wouldn't actually make, you know, the <clears throat> sound in people's ears, but it would right. just mute them. Mute them. Yeah. Right. Okay. It's just a nice... German word for a mute button. Sounds funnier than mute. We have terms for fucking everything. Um, Dee studied transcultural communication for like a year, right? A year, yeah. Yeah, I studied for like two days. Like I went to class, French class. I was like, I'm good at this. I know my French. Then I went there and Karen, Mr. Karen, taught us stuff about like commas. I'm like, what? <laughs> What? I know a lot of shitty people. Many CEOs are narcissists. Yeah. Like, what's his name? Jeff Bezos? Definitely. 120%. You don't just do the stuff he does or support, support in parentheses, um, working conditions like that if you're not a narcissist. That sees money, 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 profits, 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 and um, his own face in a mirror. So this is quite interesting and new for me because all of the people I recorded with are my closer friends and like people I have seen in the past decade. <laughs> we haven't seen each other in like 11 years except that one time and your voice was like a little raspy. Yeah. And so I thought like, has her voice changed so much over the years? <laughs> no. No. I just had a bad day. <laughs> but the questions are, we'll see. Okay, so the first question is, what, in your opinion, like, if you could choose, actually, is your spirit animal? My spirit animal? Oh, God. <sighs> I, would, I would normally go for the most stereotypical animal, and that is a cat, because 
I do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> I like, I really genuinely enjoy sleeping. <laughs> and as I just um, realized last week, I actually enjoy sleeping on the floor. And by on the floor, I mean in the grass, on the lawn, in my house, like in my garden. Wow. Which my cat does. So we sometimes just end up <laughs> next to each other in the grass, being all like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, girl, I get you. Is that tattoo your cat, or is that another cat? Like, another it is. Um, it's painful to say, but it's like a stock photo cat. But it's. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's hilarious. The people keep asking me. Oh my god, is that your cat? It's like, no. That is such a cat move. Like, I don't fucking. Give a fuck. <laughs> I'm gonna get a stock photo of a fucking cat and get it tattooed on my body forever. Yeah. I love that. I think that's fucking brilliant. It is. Which actually accidentally leads me to my next question. Yes. Which is, do people ever go up to you um, asking to touch your tattoos? Oh my god. All the time. <laughs> All the time. It's not just... I actually prefer those people that actually come up to me and ask me. Mm. Oh my god, can I touch them? <laughs> there's loads of them, but there's even more people that would start like talking wherever the fuck I am. It's mostly on public transport, to be fair. Oh, God. They just start talking about your tattoos if you couldn't hear them. I mean, fair play. I usually have my headphones in, so I don't actually hear what they're saying. Mm -hmm. At least not word for word, but bitch, I realize when you're talking about me. I'm, I may be listening to some fucking metalcore right now, <laughs> but I can read your lips. And I can see that you're staring at me, or my arm, or my, I don't know, thighs, whatever. And I have tattoos um, basically everywhere, so. Yeah. Don't think you'd be staring at my forearm for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> and they, some people just come up to you and just touch you? Or do they ask? No. Lucky enough, they usually ask before they touch. <laughs> do they feel anything? Can you feel anything? It depends. Usually not, but like... Sometimes what does happen in winter, especially, is that the lines pop out a bit. Cool. It looks like a weird 3D. Is that good or bad? Because you don't look happy do about it. It doesn't do shit, actually. <laughs> like, it doesn't change anything. It goes back to normal within like a week. I love your it's tattoos. Just... Like, I can't stop staring. I remember when we saw each other at oh, the... Oh, yeah, I already had the birds, right? Yeah, at the uni, like, you were just getting them done, I think. Oh, yeah, so they, they were... were basically halfway done, right? Yeah, exactly. And I was like, birds? And now I'm looking at them and the colors are so vivid and like the thing like around that I don't even know how to describe that. It looks like a like a smoky mist. cloud. See? Mist, smoky cloud. <laughs> smoky cloud. It's all the same. <laughs> <laughs> do the birds mean anything? Do you just like birds? I do like birds. I do like all animals. Mm. In fact. But um, no. <laughs> the thing is most it's people with two birds like tattooed on um, their what's it called clavicles yeah clavicles yeah clavicles. um they usually have like the same bird twice okay especially like you know swallows and all that like maritime styled stuff yeah but they do actually have a meaning okay um i have a hummingbird for clarification i have a hummingbird tattooed and a swallow the swallow is because i love the sea and swallows are usually found near the sea or near some kind of open water. Could also be just a huge lake. Um, 
And whenever you're on a ship, <laughs> I'm terribly afraid of being on a ship and too far out on the ocean, by the way. If I had to say, uh, like, what's my biggest fear, it would be exactly that, being out in the open water on a ship and not seeing any land. But yeah, um, as soon as you see a swallow when you're out in the open sea, you know that land isn't far away. Really? Yeah. So that means you're there. It's all good. <laughs> that's where I start to relax and that's where most people start to relax. And back in the old days when you didn't actually have a fucking clue what the fuck was ahead of you on yeah. like, yeah. you know, when maps and stuff weren't. But yeah, just knowing that better times are ahead and by better times I mean land in that context is always good. That's that's so deep. I don't no, know. No, like that's like, wow. I keep thinking about getting a moon tattoo just because I like the moon. Like it makes me feel, well, honestly, of course there's a deeper meaning to it, but I could never describe it the way you just did. Just like, I mean, hello, the like metaphor you just went for with that. Like, you know, like a swallow means there's land, but it's also, I'm fucking terrified of the water. I'm totally butchering what you just said. <laughs> no, it's fine. But what I you mean is- You it down to the essentials. But that's, that's amazing. That's just so cool. That's why I can't get tattoos because I'm fucking stupid. <laughs> I have a tattoo of a fucking like rubber duck on my leg. But that's also amazing. And it if is. you want to like get to people, millennials mostly, you could say like, so rubber ducks like remind me of childhood, like when I took a bath and blah, bitty, blah, bitty, blue. Mm. But then I like almost drowned in the <laughs> bathtub. And you know, that's like, I'm working through my trauma. <laughs> I wish, I wish that tattoo was that deep. <laughs> it's just I fucking, I used to collect rubber ducks and so does my boyfriend, which is super weird because like, we only realize that after a few like months <laughs> into the relationship, we're like, yo, you have a lot of rubber ducks. Do you collect rubber ducks? <laughs> yeah, why? Yeah, so do I. <laughs> How long have I you guess. guys been together for? Five and a half years. What? <laughs> Yeah, I know. <laughs> and so you're weird. how old? <laughs> 24. <laughs> oh my god, that's like a whole life. That's really mm. long. Wow. And he's turning 29. Wow. I know. Like, my partner is stressing about babies from time to time, but not really, like... Yeah, but just... Yeah, just like, uh, could we have, like, babies before I'm, like, 30? And I'm like, you're 26! Are you guys talking about that? Oh, yeah. But, like, we've we've gone through that topic already, like... He used to be very, not indifferent, but very, it's like, <laughs> yeah, we're not talking about this. <laughs> if he were to say, <laughs> you know what, <laughs> nah, hell no. Nah. And he would drop that bomb on you after like three years. He'd be like, <laughs> what the fuck did I do in the last three years? Yeah. No offense, honey, but full offense. <laughs> That's the thing. It's like, you're committing to someone like fully, probably, I don't yeah. know. Like, you know, and it's just like. Oh, so, so you, you like don't want, ch that's okay. I didn't want children anyway, except for like the last 24 years, but <laughs> I guess we're not doing that. <laughs> At one point, we started stressing out before our mothers started stressing out. <laughs> both, I mean, my mom started later because she still had my aunt's grandchildren, like my cousin's kids to play with. Like, oh, they're so cute, they're so tiny. And then they weren't so tiny anymore. And now the younger one is turning four. Mm. So I'm next in line. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what? Kids, <laughs> grandkids to be precise. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. 
no but we started talking about it obviously and so he's like he wants kids but he's not stressing we mm. just first need to figure out you know life yeah. as such and living together <laughs> because living that's together. that's gonna be a ride i don't care how in love people are and how much you know bliss Moving in together fucking sucks. That's why we started going to couples counseling for a little bit. Yeah. It was like he would be sleeping on the couch and I'd be crying in my bed. just like, why won't you come back? Or this one instance yeah. we had. I find it very funny, but everyone else finds it tragic. We went to Ikea and we started such a huge fight because I kept saying like, let's look at this. He's like, no, that's too expensive. I'm like, it's a fucking cushion. You know, like yeah. he wouldn't look, he was just so worried and he was trying to stay organized and in budget, which I don't even know how to spell budget. And so then <laughs> I was like, let's just break up. We can't do this anymore. And he was just like, okay, well let's buy this stuff first. Okay. <laughs> and then for an hour straight and I was in my sweatpants. So that makes it, I'm trying to like build a scene yeah. here. So I was in my sweatpants and in my little sneakers and I was just, crying i was just walking to everything like to all the stuff to yeah. curtains i would touch the curtains and just cry <laughs> and he was right behind me the whole time oh no and it was just like <laughs> this could have been us but you playing <laughs> oh my god that was so fucking bad i'd see him he'd see me we'd yeah. look into each other's eyes and i'd just keep crying and he'd just keep walking behind me and it took us like a whole, a good two months, and we've been living in this place for three. <laughs> oh goddamn! <laughs> yeah, it's it was pretty. It was also not expected. Like we got this apartment completely unexpectedly. Mm. I was thinking about moving out. My roommate was thinking about moving out, and then uh, my my mom was texting with her ex employee, mm. and he was like, "Sorry, there was a motorcycle." And uh, which the mic probably didn't even catch, yeah. but you know, my mom was talking to him and he's like, we're moving out. And then I came to the place mm -hmm. and then he was like, fine, you can have it. Just pay mm -hmm. a really big ass deposit, which is normal. Yeah. But like pay the deposit, pay the first month of rent and you're good to go. And I'm like, great. And so I pay all this and they were like, oh, you need furniture to live? <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> I wasn't aware that was a thing. No. And so we didn't have a bed, but it was so stressful and he all he wants to do like we're very similar we're both like babies like i need to get burped or i will feel sick yeah. all day and he's like when he throws a tantrum you gotta hold him real tight yeah. uh the movers were coming in and i had just started working out like a crazy person which is not a derogatory term and so i was picking up things and i was like yeah i can bring it to the apartment i can't feel my arms anymore but i'm doing great and he was like let me help you i'm like you think i'm not man enough He's like, no, I just want to help you. Like, you think I'm not good enough? And that was a week's worth of oh, fighting. Oh, Jesus Lord. <laughs> Goddamn. So, yeah, like, if you do move in together, just figure everything mm -hmm. out first. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're still in the process. We've started the process, which is nice. It's, it's great. You know, in project management, <laughs> <laughs> it's the first step. Like, you have the spreadsheet. It's not a spreadsheet. No, it's more like a list we, I keep adding to because he doesn't want to. It's just he's feeding me information and I'm trying to put it into something that makes sense because he's sometimes like a he, adult baby. Just being like, I want this. This is a priority. <laughs> uh, like, okay, that makes no sense, but I'll try to incorporate it. It's yes. fine. Yes, yes, yes. And yeah. then you just, something I've noticed with my partner is you need to like show them, like put it in their yeah. face Look. that like, it's you cool. are being unrealistic and dumb. 
But I like that you have a list. Yeah, we have a list. And he's unexpectedly reasonable about everything, really. Because we've been dealing with each other for five and a half years. I've been in his face with so much. He used to not give a shit about. Yeah, like what? Or just dismiss, dismissive. Oh God, lots of things. <laughs> first, <laughs> how much first. time do we have? <laughs> no, first there was uh, my emotional instability, which he has as well, but I was being <laughs> m way more vocal about it. <laughs> because I figured, yo, I can't keep this shit in all the time. That's not how it works. Mm. I mean, for some people it does, but be a bitch not for me. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to live with me, you will have to deal with this as much as I do. And at first he was like, <laughs> you're, you're being a weirdo. I was like, no, I'm just openly coping and you're doing some very unhealthy stuff with your psyche, so. <laughs> Could you like give me an example of what, was he, what he was doing compared to like you actually dealing with your shit? I used to keep it all in because obviously as an only child and with uh, somehow oblivious parents, I didn't talk to anyone for a long time uh -huh. until I started therapy. When I finally found someone. And it's also not kind of a thing when you're 14, 15 that you talk about emotionally or like psychological issues with your friends because <laughs> god damn no. Hmm. What are friends? Yeah. <laughs> Friendship at that age mostly doesn't go that deep. No. I mean for some kids nowadays it does and it's a good thing, honestly. Like bless them. Honeys, you've gotta figure it out. Um but yeah. I started through therapy, I started to open up more and obviously my parents knew all about it and they were kind of understanding my mom more so than my dad. Um, but my boyfriend was still struggling with that and I keep, kept telling him all those things that were on my mind, but he's, I know he has the same issues or comparable issues, which I still don't know much about because he doesn't talk about it. But I was like, honey, you need to talk about stuff. If something bothers you, whatever it is, just tell me or tell someone if you don't want to tell me yeah. if there's something i do that bothers you tell me yeah if it's something i can't change or i won't change which will honestly that. will happen <laughs> um at least i know yeah at so least you know like what triggers yeah him and how you can yeah, get past exactly that. Mm -hmm. but he wouldn't just wouldn't do that he would just stop talking to me he would treat me as if i were a fucking piece of furniture I would exist in the same space, but he wouldn't see me, he wouldn't talk to me, he wouldn't the anything. And I would that used to frustrate me so much, I would end up crying somewhere. And I didn't have the emotional strength to leave, like just physically leave, not obviously not leave the, the relationship, but physically leave the place. Yeah. Until at one point I did, and then he texted me, why did you leave? I was like, <laughs> bitch, you weren't talking to me for two hours, you were fucking ignoring me. It's like, him and it's just what I do. It's like, no! It's not what you do! The other day, my partner was literally yelling about a washing machine. Like, I was like, I can look at it. He's like, no, don't! He dropped it. He dropped a whole ass washing machine. And then I was like, and what do we say now? You know, like, I was so happy. And he's like, shut the fuck up! I'm like, fine. And then I, like, just left the room. But yeah. my therapist was like, if you're thirsty, get something to drink. Just out of your fucking house. And I mean, where I live, I have so many fucking options. So I should. And, and I think that's actually really helpful. And he said it in like a funny accent, like, <laughs> instead of duest. Ah. 
I remember my ex-boyfriend told me once, like, has to do it, and I thought he told mm -hmm. me, have you showered? Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, and I'm like, yeah, I did. <laughs> and then he brings me a glass of water. I'm like, I guess that's a reward. I, I took a shower today. <laughs> <laughs> Little brownie point. <laughs> but I have to ask, what's his zodiac sign? Your partner's zodiac Scorpio. <laughs> that's why I thought, like, how is your partner so similar to mine? It's because yeah. we're both fucking Scorpios. <laughs> When's his birthday? Uh, October 26th. It's a national holiday. Oh, nice. So he's an early Scorpio. Mine's a late Scorpio. <laughs> Doesn't make him any better. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, I'm an early Taurus. Like, literally, my, my birthday is April 23rd. So I'm, like, starting yeah. Scorpio. Uh, Scorpio and Chuligong, Taurus. But honestly, if I weren't a Taurus, I don't know what I would be. Like, I'm the most Taurus in the world. I hate the color red because it makes me nervous. Like, I love wearing mm. red, but I feel this anger when I wear red. You know? Good. Like, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm a fierce color. Exactly. I'm a perfect Taurus. If I were anything else, like, I would have an existential yeah. crisis daily. I also think that gender has a big role in yeah. what, it, like, your zodiac sign is. And I think with Scorpio boys, it's a lot... Like, I'm starting to understand through my partner that it's just a lot of, I don't want to be in your way, and I also don't know how to express that. Yeah. And so that's kind of, I think, what it is. Yeah, it is. And that was the big thing for me. I had to somehow ease him into expressing himself. Exactly, because you're a Capricorn. You yeah. have, the, like, the horns, yeah. so you are. Like, for me, Capricorns are just... Yeah, it is perfect for me because I can be that... I can be that trademark bitch. <laughs> I, 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 really, I really am. Don't get me wrong. I really am a nice person. Okay. But... <laughs> but... And here comes the but. It's not necessarily... If something go, doesn't go my way, but if something doesn't go the logical way, mm -hmm. the practical way, the reasonable way... Makes wow. no sense. Wow. Yeah, do you ever find yourself being like, how is this, how does this make sense to anyone in the yeah. world? Oh, that, oh. <laughs> yeah, that is my life. But I'm glad you found a way to like show him like you do care. Um, does he have this kind of temper where he does like get upset or something? Yeah, but it's never with me. It used to be with me all the time back in the day when he would still ignore me until I told him like, oh bitch, we're not having this. <laughs> I can't and will leave you another time. I don't care. <laughs> and he was like, okay, so we're not doing that anymore. <laughs> no, but he does get his 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 moods um, mostly with like not with his family, but about his family or over right. his family. Because they're a big family and they're all kind of complicated people. They like to overcomplicate things, which I find annoying as well because I'm a Capricorn. <laughs> and I like things to be, you know, run smooth and be efficient. <laughs> that does not work in that family. Like his sister, his mother and his grandma would argue over who pays the restaurant bill. Okay. They just do that. And I, for myself, I know I could obviously start arguing with them. It's not as if I didn't have the money to pay for everything, but would it make things easier? Fuck no. I just, I just stay out of that. I'm like, I know, I know why you're doing this. I would do the same, but I know it's fucking futile. No. Yeah, yeah, I know. But I think if you're like a family member, it's family is so fucking hard. Sure, I don't have to engage. Like it's that bad voice in yeah. your head. It's like I have to 
then you just start <laughs> fighting and it makes no sense and then you're so drained emotionally yeah. and you're like <gasps> why did i think this was a good idea yeah. which actually kind of leads me to the next question that we've actually accidentally again touched upon is like about mental health how do you cope <laughs> how do i cope <laughs> It's been a long and exhausting journey. The last eight <laughs> years of my life. So you've been in eight therapy years. for eight years? Yeah. I started when I was, well, I subtract the last two years because that was just occasional and <laughs> just going there when I'm like, okay, homegirl, I'm fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> that was really nothing regular, but I started when I was 14. So 14 and eight years makes 22. Yeah, yeah, 22. <laughs> okay, good. I'm 24, so yeah. Um, it's eight years. Um, and honestly, how do I cope? In the beginning, I was like, the fuck is this? I, I didn't even know the concept of mental health. Let alone mental illness. <laughs> Let alone mental illness and coping mechanisms or, you know, confronting your issues or triggers all those words they were in my brain obviously in german and in english mm. but the deeper meanings are being exposed really to that and then first i had like i had to because <laughs> 14 you're not even broke you just don't have any own money because i obviously wasn't working when i was 14. um so i had to go to a place from the stadt wien Mm-hmm. where they offer um, psychological treatments or like therapy sessions for minors which is a great place so for people under the age of 18 if you happen to find a place or that is recommended by Stadt Wien or a therapist that actually has time for you because goddamn those spaces are tight go there seek help it's the best thing that happened to me probably not because I needed it that bad at the moment but because it opened my eyes to everything that would follow because if I didn't have that start to that topic fuck knows what would have happened when I turned like 16 or 17 how did you even know like how did you get because Jesus Christ I'm crying like don't laugh at me I'm literally crying because you were fucking 14 and you were like oh like I need help how did you know that you should go to therapy like how was that something did you just go like huh you know what i mean because you said you couldn't talk to your parents or your friends about it yeah it was mostly my brain being more mature than i realized i guess and i suppose i was always interested in more let's say grown-up topics (laughs) not just in a sexual way I need to do that, sorry. I really needed time. It was there and I needed to seize the opportunity. I was always reading books that were obviously intended for adults and required some sort of understanding of how the world worked. And then I figured like, oh, wow. Oh, so that's a thing. Hmm. Like therapy, you mean? Or yeah. mm-hmm. Okay. Or like, at first I didn't really call it therapy, but more like people talking to professionals right right right. um because obviously my parents weren't professionals if they had been they wouldn't have been fighting so much so that's that um and i was just googling away 
looking for alternatives for miners that didn't have any fucking money and there was the Stadt Wien. Yes, found it. Went there, even though super socially awkward me was like, I don't know if I'm in the right place. <laughs> She's like, yeah, you are. You're great. You're fine. You found the way. So that was the start of an unexpected journey, TM. <laughs> but it helped. And I found my therapist through, like as a referral from my therapist from Stadt Wien, mm -hmm. when mm -hmm. I turned 17 or 18, when I actually had money to actually, you know, go see a therapist. Like, I, I don't want to see a proper therapist, but a therapist I had to kind of pay for myself or I had to pay for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, she's great. And it helped me a lot. I had my diagnosis, which took long enough because yeah. the first few years even, they were like, no, you're just very stressed out. <laughs> we can see it's depression, but we can't really, you know, identify the gravity or the severity of it. We're just like, what do you want me to do? How much do you want me to give? I'm trying to get better yeah. and taking the medication for it. And now you want me to, to like, like let go of all that you've accomplished. Like all of that effort, yeah, right? It is an accomplishment. Yeah. And I was going to say like the fact that you were so self-aware wows me in so many ways. I'm just sitting here crying. And the fact that you knew at 14, like I need to see someone because Oh my god, I'm just gonna start crying again. It's absolutely baffling to me in the best way mm. possible. It was kind of a last resort because I knew like my <laughs> self-therapy as I called it, which was not in any way related to drugs or alcohol, by the way. <laughs> I started drinking when I was 14, but it had fuck all to do with my depression. Yeah, it really doesn't. Alcohol doesn't even taste that good. No, and it's like it's just you do it because it's fun. Yeah, you don't do it like, oh yeah, I'm self-medicating. Oh, it feels so nice to drink this. And also, yeah. <laughs> if you're so self-aware, you realize very fast. Like, I had this yeah. phase when I would steal the kosher wine from my parents, and I would drink it, and then be like... Two days later, I was like, I have a problem. I drank two glasses of wine, by <laughs> oh the way. It's <laughs> like, I'm sick. I'm <laughs> Sorry, you weren't self-medicating with alcohol yeah, or drugs? Yeah, no, that was not a thing, but it was more trying to reasonably grasp all the problems in my life and trying to find, you know solutions for them but <laughs> as anybody with depression uh, knows babe that's not how it works <laughs> no no it makes no sense it makes no sense with every single session of therapy i learned so many things one of them being you know as one of the biggest probably triggers or reasons for my depression and anxiety is the <laughs> highly disturbing uh, relationship of my parents they would fight all the time and my dad usually being the one who just gets super angry over the littlest shit and my mom trying to justify everything and justify herself yeah. and be like no but no, it's gonna be okay i can change this and this and this and this and that and then as a child you don't realize that and you don't realize that that's toxic behavior because why the fuck would she change she she shouldn't be changing not for him because that's taking parts of who she is away from her. For sure. Um, but as a child, obviously, you don't understand that. You don't understand the dynamics of relationships, of grown-up relationships. Yeah, I mean, so, how should you? You're a fucking yeah, child. Exactly. Like, that's not your job. <laughs> but with every year and with every of the relationships that I had myself, I learned those small bits and pieces. 
and in the end I know my relationships are my relationships nobody else's business really just as much as my parents relationship is my fucking parents relationships and it's not in my fucking business they can do whatever the fuck they want however <laughs> if I feel like someone in that relationship be it my dad or my mom it's mostly my dad to be honest mm. um, treats their partner in an unjust way from my point of view it oh you best believe I would call them out on their bullshit <laughs> not in a, like a rude way but in like a, are you sure that's a good idea yeah I understand I'm a bit shade master then <laughs> or sass master I'd literally be sitting there dinner table seeing my mom upset and being like looking at my dad with the eyes she has big eyes <laughs> like you sure about this hombre? Because <laughs> I don't fucking think so. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I, I'm also really weird with accents. I have a whole oh, repertoire. I, dude, I have a whole repertoire. I mean, more on the American side yeah. for obvious reasons. When I'm high, I sometimes do a Texan accent. Oh my god. Oh my god, I used to do that, but with like, um, little fun fact, my mom used to live in Nashville, Tennessee. And what did she bring home? She brought home the eggs. <laughs> but that's the only thing I can do. I can I can try and pull off a little Boston, but like the Boston is really hard. Yeah, Boston is just like a little <laughs> <laughs> like Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. I wonder how he pronounces it in like Wahlberg. <laughs> Boston. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like every vowel just exists with a W afterwards. Yeah, that's true. That's perfect because I have so many issues with phonetics in my brain. If I say something like as per usual, how would you spell that? So I just spell it Z-H. Does it make sense to anyone? Like instead of saying usual, I just yeah. say as per usual. How would you... You could nah. just do us. Nah. <laughs> and S-E doesn't make sense because that use. would be use. And you can't put a G because we're not... Or J because we're not yeah. French. No. As per use, just as in bougie. Oh, you. Oh, no. Mm. But I still, know. no. This ZH would work fine because that actually reminds me of Russian <laughs> transcription because obviously Russian doesn't use a Latin alphabet. It is fucking Cyrillic, which is fun as fuck to learn. I love it. Really? It's like you learn a secret language. I know. I see you like posting things on Instagram where I'm like, this is supposed to be my mother tongue and I can't speak a word of Russian ex except like Rabota and yeah. like Holodna because my grandma yeah. whenever she comes to Austria she's like it's so cold in this country Holodna means cold yeah and Rabota means work, work. yeah that's all I know <laughs> the most important word for Russians work and cold the Russians have Zhe which is an actual you know it's a letter that's just Zhe okay it looks like a little butterfly, but if when you paint it, like <laughs> when you put it on a piece of paper, it would look, and Is you would, if you have, if you'd have to Latinize it, you would put Z H E. I know that that's how you put things like cash, like casual, yeah. for example. I know this from Netflix. I like subtitles when I'm, you know, yeah. blending my nut butter and I can't hear shit. And so I just, yeah. have, that's how they do it. Like the Z H and I'm like, oh. Yeah. And I think it's from Latinizing Russian words. 
I'm thinking this is a Russian conspiracy. Netflix, are you working with <laughs> Russia to, I don't know, would they destroy Trump? No, I think Putin likes Trump. Yeah, I guess, somehow. <sighs> On one level, at least. Does in any way Putin look kind of cute to you? Like a big baby? Like a big baby? Yeah. Yeah. Like a cute big baby on a horse. Yeah, with a weird amount of muscles. It's really interesting how <laughs> Russians all look like that. Because my family clearly doesn't. My family, like my dad's family is from a very other, like a different part of Russia, which was still the Soviet Union at the time. But um, Russians do look like that. The typical uh, pausbacken. How would yeah. you say pausbacken in, in English? Because that's a perfect term for Russians. I don't know if there is like a literal... I mean, not literal translation, obviously, but a corresponding... It's like when your cheekbones are very high. Yeah. And so it always looks like you literally, like when people, when makeup artists like Jeffrey and Tati and whatever, say like the apples of your cheeks, yeah. like Russians have actual apples. Apple. Putin has that. When he smiles, he looks like he has so much Botox injected. One ounce more of smile and it would just come popping out his pores. Yeah, it's such a static look he has. Like, <laughs> ah, I find it very funny, but it's so interesting. I had this one Russian friend who, her name is Karen. Um, she obviously adored Putin. Oh, she's one of those Russians. Yeah, exactly. And she was like, you need to know, he loves our country so much. I love my country so much and he does so much for our country. So I tried to get in a little, like, dig deeper, like, why does everybody love Putin? Mm. They really miss Nikolai, you know, the czar, like, you know that, you study Russian. I watched the whole Rasputin uh, documentary, and that's what I realized, that Anastasia was killed with all of her siblings, and the dog was murdered as yeah. well. But the reason why they still made the Disney movie was because it wasn't confirmed that she was dead. Oh, yeah. Until, like, the, the 90s. Yeah, and do you know where they found her fibers? Rasputin was definitely a very interesting character. First of all, he built a sect. They like to do this thing that was like ecstatic dance, supposedly, and then fuck each other for like hours on end. <laughs> that was completely oh, wow. insane. When they found him raping a uh, prostitute and took his dick and said like, this is what you've been thinking with, not your brain. That is Russia. Like, if you could just frame, like, you know, Rasputin being held by the dick. The pride of Russians is the most relatable thing in the world for me because Russians have such a beautiful, like, Russia has such a beautiful heritage that we just don't realize because their language sounds a little coarse. It does. I studied for years. Yeah. And do you speak Russian now? Like, I, like do you speak it now? But like, have I, I do speak it, not as much as i would like to and not as good as i would like to right but yeah generally i do it's a beautiful fucking language the reason why my parents didn't teach me russian is because i was already learning french for my mom and german for my dad and don't Eng overdo it <laughs> exactly and hebrew because i was born yeah. in israel and english because that was their secret language and i figured it out so yeah they were like you don't need russian dude but when i listen to my dad speak in russian he has a very the very, I, I'd almost say like an Arabic, you know, when mm. someone speaks the Egyptian Arabic versus the Tunisian Arabic, mm. they're very different. Yeah. But my dad speaks the very, like, I'd almost say Hoch Russian, if you will. But he can't roll his R's. So it's oh. adorable. It's like, you know, like, it's, I, I can't say any words in Russian, again, except like, you know, this and that and Jarka, which mm. means hot. Yeah. And so you hear like, Jarka. <laughs> it's the cutest thing 
in the world, but he really speaks a beautiful Russian. Oh, a good a good uh, word to experience a rolled R in Russian is прекрасно. Прекрасно, which is just like very good. <laughs> uh, my grandpa is from. See, I don't even know. He's either from Uzbekistan or Tajikistan, mm. but my grandma is from Samarkand. Mm. And yeah, they speak Russian, but they also speak a very old uh, Jewish dialect mm -hmm. that is like Bukharian, yeah. which sounds like Farsi. That's why I know exactly what Farsi sounds like. And their Russian is the most beautiful thing I've ever heard because they only, my grandpa stutters because uh, he had an accident when he was a kid. An electrical accident, actually. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, there were like these, how do you call that? Those uh, telephone, like those phone wires, mm -hmm. like those yeah. telephone masten, yeah. you know? And so uh, someone was like, touch it. It's like, okay, cool. Oh my gosh. He had no idea. And so he touched it. And then <laughs> obviously you got an electric shock. And so they buried him. <laughs> oh my God. To get rid of all the electricity. Yeah. Which is super smart. Like I just feel like, guess he's dead. Let's go home. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so that's why he started stuttering. And so in Russian, he doesn't stutter at all. Mm. In Hebrew, he gets a little bit of stuttering. And in German, it's super hard to talk to him in German. Oh, no. I love my grandpa to bits. His name is literally Moses. I love him to bits. <gasps> grandpa Moses! I know! He's the cutest fucking man and he's like a painter, you know, so he'll just sit and paint shit. But he's really adorable. They're really, really adorable people. And the way they speak Bukharian, nobody understands mm -hmm. anyway. Not even my dad. He's just like, yeah! But Russian? It's so beautiful and I wish I had learned it. It's never too late though, because the thing is, I started Russian in school, so you'd have it in sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. Mm -hmm. um, but that was for like an hour or one and a half per week. Right. So you don't learn. Yeah, no. With Professor Karen. <laughs> nah. You didn't learn much. No. Fuck and now no. with uni? And now with university in Krems, um, I had to take two foreign languages. Wow, on two? top, yeah, two on top of my classes being taught in English, which obviously for me was not. D is uh, was studying tourism, yeah, management, yeah. Like we put management everywhere. I yeah. noticed in Austria, it's like a thing. Like I studied entrepreneurship management, management. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, so that's why you had to learn two languages. Yeah, that's like a an asset, yeah. right? To learn yeah. two languages, exactly. Mm -hmm. um, and it actually like it was so much part of my curriculum that I actually got ECTS for it, so wow. why the fuck? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. It contributed to my GPA, so... And you did good? Yeah. Yeah. Well, my, my first language, my first foreign language was French. It's like, <laughs> hello. <laughs> that was fun. And then, but like for French, we had to like, when we started, we already had to have like level B1, oh, I guess. Oh, what? Yeah. That's a lot. Like, I'm, I'm barely a... See, no, but it was fine because that's like matura level, I suppose, which means like senior year graduation, yeah, whatever. That was fine for me, but Russian started like it was like total beginners. And right. Actually, at my application interview for um for university, <laughs> which is like a school of applied sciences. sciences. Yeah, so you will have to choose two languages. Which languages would you choose? Like French and Russian. Like, yeah, but on your CV it says, well, the French is obviously fine because um, you had it in school already and it starts at B1 in our university, so that's cool. But it, on your CV it says you already had three years of Russian. Why would you start Russian again? 
And I was like, I didn't want to go in there and say like, yeah, dude, I learned shit in school. I was like, no, well, you will never know how fast the others will learn the language. Very good, Kat. Like, yeah, Yeah, great. but it's true though. Um, and second of all, um, I wouldn't know like how much of my Russian is still there. I know for a fact that I can still read it, but how much of, you know, conjugation is still there, declination, there are six cases in Russian, like, God help me, I don't remember all of them. And best case scenario is that I will find my pickup point where I will have to, you know, actively start studying for yeah, Russian. right. And up until that point, I can help my friends. Exactly. That's a great point. Because in, I don't know how many like lessons we'll have or how many hours like a week. Right. Um, and I know for a fact that there's always going to be people that when a teacher tries to explain shit, they will understand absolutely fucking nothing. <laughs> they need someone else, like an actual student, to explain it to them. Maybe from a viewpoint or with other examples like they, they their teacher or lecturer or whatever hasn't thought of yet yes so that was kind of my role i'm like hello i'm the mother <laughs> so apparently he was happy enough with my you know explanation because i yeah, got in so <laughs> yeah you got in you also graduated from there so mm. was it hard like when you started or was it quite easy the russian courses um in the beginning like the first two semesters were super easy cool. because it was really everything like i remembered most things from school still and those things i didn't remember i just didn't understand back then suddenly made sense <laughs> like oh fuck yeah finally it's there don't you sometimes wish like you had been an adult at school yeah. to understand things exactly and then it all <laughs> kind of changed in <laughs> in the third semester when we got a different lecturer in the first two semesters our lecturer was a super cute lady she was Austrian and she taught at a school in St. Pölten mm -hmm. like I think it was a HTL which um, means something technical yeah, yeah. Technische Lernstalt. yeah it's, it's like a high school for with a technical touch to it you'd yeah, yeah or like a technical focus yeah I don't even know what they do there I have no fucking clue. it really sounds cool though like I was at a HTL I'm like I was at a gymnasium and then everyone would look at you like, do you think you're better than yeah. me? And like, <laughs> yeah. Please yeah. proceed. <laughs> but anyway, she's Austrian. She, her Russian was uh, obviously flawless. Yeah, but yeah. she's not Russian. So <laughs> come third semester, we had our new lecturer who was actually Russian. Fuck. Male Russian person. Um, big ass cheeks. <laughs> big ass cheeks. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> He's, he was such a dad. I mean, he was in his 40s, I would say. Beginning right. of his 40s. Right. 44 tops. Mm -hmm. But he was such a dad. He was not a daddy. <laughs> he was in, not a zaddy. In no fucking way. He was <laughs> the dad. He wore corduroy pants. Excuse <laughs> me. Like. He was like Ted Mosby when yeah. he starts like yeah. teaching. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But with a beard and a slightly thicker Russian accent. Head like Josh Radner does, yeah, have, does the have the cheeks. Yeah, he might have some Russian background. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> no, but then came the point for me where I was like, okay, yo, I need to start studying. <laughs> <laughs> but what didn't make it easier was that said Russian lecturer was very Russian. 
So he had no sense of organization. <laughs> no offense to any Russian people out there. But you guys are great. You're still. great. I love you. But, oh God, this man. I'm a very structured person and I would like to kind of, at least if it's something I have no influence in, you know, I obviously have no influence in the structure of my lessons that I'm taking, but I just need to see kind of the red thread. You know, I need to have some sort of guidance or fright. Yeah, just mental idea of where this is all going or where it's coming from at least. (laughs) I need to relate somehow. By that time, I already had my classmates so used to the fact that I would answer their questions that they would regularly look at me like, what the fuck is he saying? And I knew shit was, you know, hitting the fan when I realized, I honestly don't know. I'm listening to this man. I understand what he's saying, but I have no fucking clue where this is going. So you had to step your game up or you had to murder him? No, I had to step my game up. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we collectively as a class asked him to slow the fuck down and okay. kind of at least structure his classes a bit more, which he did. So it was a lot of chaos and like, yeah. now answer my question. And you're like, yeah, I don't so even know what's been happening for the past hour. Yeah, mm-hmm. I understand. Going off, like rambling on about <laughs> super like off-topic things don't get me wrong it's not as if it isn't like interesting it is super interesting but it has nothing to do with fucking russian grammar (laughs) you were just trying to teach us fucking third case plural and you were trying to find examples and now we find ourselves talking about the soviet union which is fair enough it's super interesting and it's important to know if you want to learn about russian culture for sure but, but it, it has, has nothing, nothing to, to do <laughs> with the fucking third case in plural. So how does that work? Does it have the whole politeness rules that we have in German, for example, or in French or in Spanish? No. Russian is a very impolite language, actually, because Russian doesn't even have artikel. Uh-huh. So it doesn't have der, die, das. No. It doesn't have the or that. But you know what? And also saying please and thank you. <laughs> is when you order something, for example, in a restaurant, in the fewest cases you would say, can I get this or that, please? You would only say, bring me that. No? Yeah, bring me that or get me that or I'll have that. Which is funny because in French we get taught that that's the imperative. Yeah. Right. Like, and that's like super, super, if you're, in my head, it was always a mom yelling at her child to stop that, to do that. Whereas, you know, my Slavic friends, when they talk to me and be like, bring me that. I'm like, where's the please? Where's the question mark? (laughs) Like, dajte mne or, well, dajte is already, that's plural. That would be somewhat of a formal, like... But daimne is give me. But you would say that to your friend, like, yeah, give me this bottle or whatever. Instead of saying, like, could you give it to yeah. me, please? Yeah. That's, that's quite a culture shock. Yeah, in the beginning, I was like, but, like, aren't, aren't we missing something? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. was like, no. It's very similar in Hebrew. Very, like, give me that. And I always, every time I'm in Israel and someone mm-hmm. talks to me like that, I'm like, I am from Austria. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for coming on here and not making fun of my very high-tech equipment. No, I'm very, very happy I came here. Thank you for the invite. I'm happy. Okay, guys, thank you so much. Bye. Bye.